0: Hey guys, it's Sofia Celeste, and you are listening to the Brown and Bonita podcast. Do, 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 do. <laughs> you know, like on Disney Channel. Hey everybody, I feel like a broken record saying it, but it's true. I did miss recording, and I go through. I go through phases. I feel like right after posting a podcast, everything goes so quickly, and life kind of takes over, and then I have like a very. It's not even it's not even a want. It's a need. I need to record. I need to catch up with y'all. And I, I need to kind of just dump all that's been going on and talk about whatever with y'all. Um, and that time kind of came this week. I was like, I've missed talking to y'all. So here we are. I hope everyone's February has gone amazing, late January, whatever. I've been so, so lucky, not only this month, but since moving here working with companies and people that I've been following since I was a teenager, like 15, 16. Um, I don't talk about it too often on here, about my writing and, you know, taking photos, doing modeling. It feels so weird saying that, but I mean, essentially, that's what it is. Um, Not to get too sappy on here, but I've always looked up to Certain photographers and certain creatives, um, and different lines of work than what I hope to get into one day, which is full on, you know, writing, journaling, writing books. <laughs> um, but I've always admired a lot of different, um, creative outlets and people in those creative outlets that now I'm working with, which is super cool. And I know. Again, 15, 16-year-old me would be so, so proud and so, so happy um, that I've made that happen because I don't think it was ever a thought in the back of my mind that I'd be able to work with these companies in any capacity, so it's really cool. One of my highlights of 2023 so far has been going to Disneyland for the first time. I love Disney, as I think many people do. Um, but I'd never been to Disneyland before. And it's something I'd always mentioned to Aj, my boyfriend, if y'all don't know. <laughs> um, I've mentioned to him so often. I'm like, we live here. I've never been to Disneyland. I've lived in California basically my whole life. Never been to Disneyland. Um, and I've been to Disney World, which is cool. It's super amazing. But coming from California and never being to Disneyland. Um, so we went, actually, for his birthday. And it was such a special day obviously because I'm celebrating one of the most special people in my life um but on top of that just like a lot of firsts with food that I've been wanting to try I'm all up on Disney food tiktok i I uh, saving all of them um I'm again like I said I love Disney so seeing like a lot of the characters walking by even though I wasn't able to meet any of them was so stinking cool I I fangirled and cried over Mirabel. I'm the friend who will hold everyone's bags when it comes to theme parks. I don't like roller coasters. I don't like fast things. I don't like scary things. I'm not. I'm a very, very, I'm a grandma in that sense. I don't like that stuff. I've never liked that stuff. Um, But the first and only like real kind of grown up, real roller coaster I've ever went on was Space Mountain. And it traumatized me as a child. Um, and I don't know, I kind of wanted to do it just to let myself know that I could and not have that (laughs) traumatic memory haunt me for the rest of my life. So we did it. And it was so much fun, actually. Um, I closed my eyes like 75% of the time, but that 25% that my eyes were open, it was a cool ass ride. It was pretty fun. (laughs) but yeah Disneyland was was an experience as someone who's very hypersensitive to big crowds I think definitely was was a little much at some points but it was really really fun and I think if you have the opportunity to go or the chance to go do it um I'm very grateful I was able to do it and was able to spend it with someone I love so that was really really cool aside from that um, Valentine's Day came up, came and went real quick. <laughs> um, I don't know about for y'all, I've never been asked to be anyone's Valentine until this particular Valentine, and it was really special. We didn't do too much. Can y'all hear that wind? If y'all can hear the wind, I'm so sorry. I'm, if I'm honest, I'm in bed and I'm recording, so yeah, but. Anyways, Valentine's Day was real special. We ordered in Jamaican... Ooh, we ordered in Jamaican food. Um, I got flowers, which is super cute. Love. Um, And we watched Harry Potter. And New Girl and South Park. And we kind of just enjoyed the day together, which is nice because he had the day off work and I had the day off work. So, yeah, sh- super, super cute. I hope anyone who... You know, is in love. I'm happy for y'all. I hope y'all had beautiful Valentine's days. Um, but also for my single bitches out there, I hope y'all had a, an amazing Valentine's day. I hope y'all reminded yourself that love is love is love is love in any capacity, in any form. Um, so I hope y'all celebrated yourself, celebrated the love around you, and whatever. Relation that is, if it's familial, friendship sisterhood, whatever it may be, right? I hope y'all y'all had a great Valentine's Day. Y'all are so sweet and so fucking real for listening to me ramble on episodes. Um, and honestly, I kind of wanted to have a little bit more structure to today's episode, and I also really just wanted to include y'all. I don't know if there's any way I could get some of y'all on an episode because I feel like that would be super sick because the people who listen y'all listen y'all listen y'all sit y'all ride with the podcast which is something so special to me and means a lot but yeah so today's episode is a little advice episode putting my psychology degree to some use (laughs) for today I tried to use Instagram as like a little question and answer you know the little Q&A things that people use I was trying to use that but I ended up just making a google sheet one of my favorite podcasts is drew afualo and her sister Dayson have a podcast called two idiot girls which love if y'all don't listen to it listen to it the most entertaining and funniest bitches on fucking planet earth i love them cuties um but they use google forms all the time and one thing about me college kind of scarred me with uh google forms <laughs> I use that for any and everything in college. um. But it was fun kind of using it just for something that I do for leisure, something I do for fun. And y'all, y'all came through. So thank you for everyone who sent in little subjects or scenarios that they're going through in their day to day. Thank y'all for being vulnerable and um, just asking me. I really appreciate that. So let's get into it. So the first message comes from Braylene, my sweet sister. So cute for her sending this day. Um, And she said, advice on being away from close friends and having to figure out ways to keep in touch with them. It's very difficult with time, with time difference and just being far away in general. So you sent this to the right girl because as grateful as I am for having my friends here in LA what I realized is so many of my friends are in a bunch of different places all over the world um I have friends across the country I have friends in Hawaii um I got friends down under in Australia um yeah my friends are all over back home in the Bay yeah I have friends all over, Um, but something that's definitely helped me and something I've learned a lot, especially probably over the last couple years, has been as busy as life can get is reminding them what they mean to you and keeping them a present figure in your life. For me, some ways that have helped me is my best friends, the people in my life, are like family and they are my human diaries. Everyone I love knows everything going on in my life Um, because something that helps me and my friends is we text each other like daily updates, whatever's going on, if it's good, bad, whatever. Um, Like for example, me and my friend Koi were really, really good about texting each other, whatever's going on. We text each other if we're frustrated, we need a vent. And we text each other if something really exciting happened. Um, we send each other voice notes back and forth. My friend Pack and I, we we have like varied schedules and there's time differences. So we like arrange phone calls to get on the phone together. My best friend Zoe, who lives in Australia, we are constantly messaging back and forth. She's sending me music. I'm sending her book recommendations. We're sending each other prompts for journaling, um, But just little things like that I think daily updates for me is one of the things that makes me feel most involved in my friends lives and I feel like they would agree with that vice versa um because then it's like even though you're not fully there you know what's going on um you're able to give your two cents and yeah just like what I was saying arranging phone calls because again life can get in the way real real easily um so making that time setting that time aside to get on the phone, kind of unpack everything that they're they're telling you about and um, you're telling them about. And like I mentioned, um, sending them, sending them messages like, this song reminded me of you or DMing them, you know, a funny post that y'all could laugh about. um, Something that I really, really appreciate music, obviously, but I love books and I love words. So my friends are really good with like sending me, um, a paragraph that I'd like from a book they're reading, or like, going, girl, like you need to read this book, like let me send it to you, or like telling me the name of the book, whatever. Um, so stuff like that means a lot to me, and I know it means a lot to them, and I feel like that's just a universal thing. Being m- putting that reassurance into your friendships and putting that time to let them know how much you love them and that you're missing them and um, including them in, in little things that are going on in your life um, is definitely important. So I hope that helps. And I hope you take something from this advice. <laughs> and thank you for submitting that, Bray. I love you. <laughs> so, so in the same vein, Denise submitted a question and she said, I'm currently in a long distance relationship. I just wanted to know what helped you through yours and what... What you personally, sorry y'all, <laughs> what you personally did to get through those days. This is from my long distance girlies. Um, I was in a long distance relationship with my boyfriend and <laughs> roommate now um, for a year. So we started our relationship doing long distance and we continued it till, till now. And now we're, you know, living together. Um, But something that definitely helped me, I think anyone who's anyone who's anyone in a relationship will let you know, communication is key universally, um, but it's that much more important when you are not seeing that person, you know, face-to-face every day. So FaceTime was my best friend during this time, texting was a constant for us, and yeah just letting each other know how you're feeling um I think that's something I'm extremely grateful for Aj for um he's really really good about um checking in on how I'm feeling how I'm doing um I've gotten a lot better in doing that (laughs) through knowing him um so definitely doing check-ins daily check-ins if possible I know you know traveling is hard money can be tight um but I was very lucky in the sense that we were able to see each other as often as we did we saw each other probably like once every six weeks to two months um so he was coming out to visit me while I was in school I came out a couple times to see him Um, so really just embracing those moments when you guys are together and something that definitely helped me when I wasn't feeling super close with my partner, when it was long distance and those days were getting longer and it felt like I hadn't seen him in a while is not only daily check-ins, but kind of like a spicing up your days. (laughs) I don't know if that sounds raunchy or, or not, um, but you know like spending quality time like me and aj we started our relationship watching shows together and movies together at the end of every day and that's something that definitely made me feel connected to him choosing shows you know connecting over plot lines and characters sounds really corny but it is true and then on top of that since we both had varied schedules at the time um it can be really hard but just setting setting aside that time to just reconnect so me and him even with the time difference would plan to have lunch together or like for me it would be breakfast for him it would be lunch um so doing that was really really special in like the middle of the day when you know I was on break and when he was on break um so yeah just stuff like that was really really helpful And honestly, you could plug a lot of what I was just saying for feeling reconnected with your friends or trying to feel close to your friends when you're away from them. You can plug a lot of that into a relationship as well. So Starlet says, being a mixed indigenous woman, I only grew up with one side of my identity. What's your advice on being nervous, shy, and having imposter syndrome when it comes to reconnecting? From my perspective, also being a mixed indigenous woman, I have gone through different periods in my life of feeling like I wasn't enough um, or feeling like I wasn't worthy. Uh, For me, I grew up with the side of the family that was indigenous like, full-time, basically. That's uh, the culture and the people and the love and community I kind of grew up around. The other side of me, I don't know too much. Um, But as I became kind of more cognizant of both sides of my family of being a mixed woman, especially once I hit, like, my teenager, teenager years, I felt like... I wasn't enough and I don't think that's something exclusive to me (laughs) but it's so funny because I grew up with a mom who was so unapologetically proud of our roots just authentically herself and so proud of her indigeneity and that's one of those things one of those traits that kind of I tried to embrace a lot during that time when I was trying to pull myself out of not feeling like I was enough Um, because I didn't only not feel like I wasn't enough in my indigenous community. I didn't feel like I was enough in general. So kind of embracing that aspect of my mom and taking it into account helped me so much, um, especially in that sense of reconnecting with my indigeneity. Um, But it's all about how you talk to yourself. Um, something that has helped me um, even till this day, because I think something that's really special about all indigenous communities, Aboriginal communities, is that a lot of our history was erased. A lot of our minds and our mindsets were colonized. Ooh, it's all just about being gentle with yourself. Reminding yourself that you, as a strong indigenous woman, are allowed to take up space. You're allowed to unlearn things, relearn things, learn things generally, and being half or less than half or whatever it may be for you, um, doesn't make you any less important or less worthy of knowing who you are, of knowing that side of yourself, of knowing your identity, um, of knowing your land, of knowing your language, of knowing your practices. I'm really, really grateful for my mom for implementing that in me very young um and finding it later on when I really needed it but yeah just know you're allowed to take up space know that you are strong and amazing and yeah I hope that helps so B says how do you fully heal slash move on from someone currently going through a breakup right now um something that helped me through My breakups in the past has been making playlists because it's being productive, but it's also something that feels like therapy for me, making playlists for all the different feelings I know I will feel. And alongside with that is being gentle with yourself, letting yourself know that it is okay and it's very natural to feel all the feelings you will feel and letting yourself feel those emotions to the full extent. Don't be embarrassed or don't hold yourself back from crying. Let yourself be angry. Let yourself be frustrated. Um, That's something that helped me heal a lot and understand myself and understand this grieving process a lot more. Um, So letting yourself cry, cry to those playlists, girl. It's totally understandable. Um, And aside from that, something that also really helped me is surrounding myself with people and putting myself in environments that I love. So I've been through two breakups, both very intense um, in regards to emotions, but stuff that has healed me when I was feeling those emotions is hanging out with my friends, having sleepovers. I'm really close to my family um, personally. So spending that quality time with my parents or my baby brother, who are all very empathetic people and feel what I'm feeling. So they like being there for that um, and being there with me and also just putting myself in environments that I love. I feel like this is a lot easier said than done, especially when going through a breakup. But I don't really believe that you will fully move on until you cut that person fully out of your life. I don't think you're able to move on without kind of closing that last chapter. So even if it is kind of just taking a step back, setting that boundary, deleting the number, blocking them, whatever you feel is necessary and in that same regard of cutting them off, do that for yourself. It's it's free therapy girl self-help books and barnes the noble Ooh, mary j blige <laughs> Lauryn hill la india Ooh, i could go on i'm um, sending you a lot of love during this time and just rem- remind yourself that you are all you need in this world um as in love as i am now i know i'm whole as myself I don't need anyone else. I'm able to make myself happy. I'm able to heal myself. I'm able to love myself. I'm able to care and nourish for myself. Um, so that is something I hope you learn through this season of healing and growing and all that. But sending you a lot of love. So this is a little anonymous cutie. So sweet. They said hello, hello, big fan of the podcast. I've noticed when my creative projects are thriving, my home space is always chaotic. My room becomes a mess. Making meals gets so difficult to maintain. Skincare becomes a chore. And those two realities feel so polarizing. It drains my energy anytime I'm home. Any advice on how to best implement the disciple... The disciple? Yeah, the disciple behind passion and necessity. Coming from a very... Cleanly creative. Not to say that I don't have my moments where my <laughs> where my room kind of reflects my mind, which is it's kind of messy sometimes. There, <laughs> um, but something that has helped me a lot with being more orderly and cleanly, and taking that time for me more than anything is setting a schedule. Um, I don't know if it sounds like nerdy or super OCD or whatever, but something that aids me is kind of having a little checkbox that I get to check off at the end of the day. So planning my schedule the day before or like on a weekend, like a Sunday. Sunday for me is always a reset. So kind of planning my days, even if it's not to the full extent, because Who knows what's going to happen during the week? Everything can kind of move around. But setting little goals for yourself throughout the day. If it's, you know, cleaning your room on Monday. If it's meal prepping on Sunday and being able to check off that box is always so gratifying. Um, A self-care night. And I know these things are kind of minimal to some people, but they are acts of self-care you are taking care of yourself you're nourishing yourself and just remind yourself that making those personal goals is just as important as fulfilling those creative ones that you are as much care as you are putting into your art that's how much care you should be putting into yourself because without the artist there's really no art something that helps me a lot with um being a little bit more organized is reminding myself that sounds so funny. Um, Reminding myself that cleaning my room or meal prepping or skincare sometimes. Well, for me, skincare is really fun. I That's like my little me time. But like cleaning my room, that's not fun. Doing laundry, not fun. Meal prepping or cleaning my kitchen, not fucking fun, right? But reminding myself it's just like working out or moving my body. That's just not always going to be fun. But once it's done and once you're there, you're going to feel a lot better. Um, and then you have that goal that you can keep to yourself of wanting to maintain that. Um, so just reminding yourself that you're worth taking care of just as much as your art is worth taking care of. There's enough time just, I guess, compartmentalizing and scheduling as much as a grandma move as that can sound it's important and it's necessary and beneficial so good luck with that I'm wishing you all the best so Anne asks how do you stay grounded any tips on gaining confidence I love you and your podcast so much thank you for inspiring us girlies (laughs) thank you for listening I love you thank you so much that made me so happy um how do I stay grounded um, I feel like my support system keeps me in check and pretty grounded. Um that's not to say that I don't get nervous and um, anxious and feel all the bad emotions. Uh, like I said earlier, i I try to do a good job of letting myself feel my emotions to the full extent. um, but, when I do feel like I'm going off the deep end, I feel like the people around me help me a lot with just reminding me of who I am, of what I'm capable of. And yeah, another thing that keeps me very grounded is knowing and loving myself. Uh, I feel like even through the podcast, maybe y'all can hear, I could definitely see it. Um, But I'm also living it. Um, I've gone, you know, a full 180 from like, really not liking myself and, you know, being insecure and all that type of, type of jazz to fully loving myself and being proud in who I am. Um, I've always been like a very independent person. So spending time with myself isn't something I'm really scared of. Um, But I feel like that's something that has kept me also very grounded is my independence and knowing I don't need someone else to feel whole or keep myself entertained. Um, and yeah, just enjoying my alone time, I feel like that keeps me recharged and balanced and grounded in a sense. And as Jesus, it can sound doing stuff I love, um, makes me feel really whole and happy, um, and just reminding myself if not daily like as often as I can that 22 year old me me today is making baby trophy so proud making younger me so proud um and yeah I feel like those are some things that keep me grounded and any advice on gaining confidence again like I mentioned um I wasn't very confident always. Um, If anything, I feel like I gained a whole sense of confidence probably over the last few years, couple years. Um, One thing I can say though, I've always been very proud and confident in my personality. Um, I've always been very kind and gentle and loving and just have a big heart I think I'm really funny I feel like I'm boosting my head but it's true and I'm really proud of those traits that I have um because they come from a true place so I've always been very proud of proud and confident in who I am internally who I am in here um but I think something that kind of made me feel like I was not confident was how I felt about how I looked externally and that's not to say that that doesn't take a toll on your confidence because it can but something that definitely helped me was words of affirmation was looking myself in the mirror and being like you're the baddest bitch you're so cool and you're so pretty you got a fat ass got a pretty ass face (laughs) Um, when I was at my lowest, I feel like that is what helps me the absolute fucking most because I'm already, like I said, very proud and secure in who I am, um, internally, but externally, if I was having issues and I was having issues with, um, who I was, was talking to myself really nicely because you only have this life and why are you going to spend that time being mean to yourself or talking down on yourself or hating these aspects of yourself. Um, So just being really (laughs) delusionally confident helped me a lot. Um, Being active and keeping my body moving, that makes me feel really confident. Um, Treating myself makes me feel very confident because there's been times where I wasn't confident again in who I was externally. So I restricted myself from sweets and, um foods I enjoyed like pizza and um how else do I love I love a good burger I love listening to my body treating my body the way it needs to um and what it's asking me for um makes me feel really confident (laughs) um and aside from that just doing stuff that I love and doing stuff that I'm passionate about makes me feel incredibly confident um if it's doing meditations if it's doing olympia if it's writing if it's um having a dance party if it's singing in my car just little shit like that makes me feel real real confident and happy and i think happiness and confidence are hand in hand so so laura said when you're stuck in a rut and feel like everything around you is moving and you feel like you aren't doing enough how do you get yourself out of this mindset and back and running again Ever since COVID, I feel like I can't get my mind back on track and lose interest slash motivation for things easily. I feel like COVID especially, I felt that so often, but even now I go through like different periods of feeling like I'm not enough or not being proud of what I'm doing or comparing myself to others, but I feel like I'm a lot more quick to pull myself out of that now because I've learned that growth isn't linear. I have learned that through seeing everyone else in my life, regardless of age and um, kind of seeing that we are all at different chapters. We're all going through different things. We're all our own people. Kind of taking yourself out of that mindset is definitely hard, but shifting perspective and reminding yourself that you're okay that you're going and that it's okay to have periods of stillness your feelings are very valid talk to people about it I feel like that always helps um for me I literally call my mom (laughs) and my best friends for everything uh just to talk it out because it feels better journaling has helped me a lot with motivation um doing things that I've never done that I've been interested in helps me a lot with motivation because I'm like mentally checking something off my bucket list (laughs) um and yeah just reminding yourself this is a feeling it's not something you're gonna feel forever just remind yourself to be gentle with who you are um that growth isn't you know one thing for everybody it's different for everyone it looks different on everyone and you got this i'm sending you all my love and i i hope that helped a little bit y'all this was so much fun and i wish i could answer a lot more because y'all really popped off with of this <laughs> y'all sent me a lot of different questions and subjects to talk about and i kind of just scrolled through and chose randomly so thank y'all too. Those who submitted, I really appreciate it. I might have to do a part two because this was really fun and I felt like a therapist. If y'all enjoyed this episode, please, please, please share it. We are on all podcasting streaming platforms, which is such an honor and such a blessing to say. Um, Some of my favorites are Anchor, which is what I edit and kind of do all the little tweaks to the potty on um anchor is so cute uh apple podcast spotify and pandora for my pandora motherfuckers because that's a fun one if y'all want to be able to submit stuff if y'all want to know what's going on with the podcast if y'all want to know what's going on in my mind i literally treat the podcast instagram like a close friends i talk about any and everything i post little little you know inspirational (laughs) daily quotes i do prompts i love just kind of making instagram casual again so if you want to follow the podcast account that is brown e bonita that's b-r-o-w-n-y-b-o-n-i-t-a if you want to follow my main account or my personal instagram it's sophia darling underscore um and aside from all that thank y'all so much for listening this was so much fun to record and yeah talk to you soon bye